Hi friends, welcome to episode 39 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda and I am a mother, teacher, herbalist, author, bland worker, listener, and who knows what else, living here in the upstate of South Carolina. Today I'd like to share a special bit of medicine with you. Often I'll share the medicine of a plant like rose or black walnut or um, ivy or plantain. And I'll be speaking of the plant in a very broad, general way. But today I want to offer the medicine of a particular plant that I call the sacred oak. It's funny to me sometimes when I call it that because I have no doubt that there are hundreds if not thousands of sacred oaks in the world. But for me, this particular oak is very precious and desire to be called that, to be called the sacred oak because of the place that she held, the space that she held, and the role that she plays in the greater story of humanity and of earth. So with this particular tree, with this sacred oak, she had a a space in the bottom of her trunk there at her roots near the ground. And you often see that um, with trees. And what I found in sitting with plants and listening to trees is that often that space there at the bottom is not only representing a portal, but a particular sort of portal. Often that space is the yoni, the feminine sacred space of the tree. So this particular oak had this space, but I didn't see that at first when I saw her. What I first saw and felt was her just majestic, regal, beautiful, elegant qualities, and I immediately went up and just wrapped my arms around her, which surprised me because my friend who had brought me to her said, you know, he had felt like there was a a wall around her, some sort of shield where people were hesitant to approach, but it felt free and open for me to go to her, so I did. I put my arms around her, and I immediately heard... I am a record keeper. I keep records. I store history. And it was so curious to me because she was in this place um, in the middle of this university town that was completely overdeveloped and crowded. And yet when you went into this little space, this little grove where she was tucked away between buildings made of metal and brick, um, it was as if you had entered this elemental haven and there was, you know, trillium and other such plants and a certain type of light and feel to the atmosphere that truly felt like a haven, a sanctuary, a place that very likely did have some sort of protective shield around it um, as a place for elementals, for plant spirits, for um, forgotten ways and perhaps waning magic 
to be kept and guarded and gathered and preserved. So when she said those words, that she was a record keeper, that she stored records and kept history, I really wasn't at all surprised that she would have such a profound and important role. And as I stood hugging her, I was very aware of her roots, and I was very aware that she was just surrounded by beech trees and of course you know we connect the beach especially the way those leaves feel and even the the trunk and the bark how people will carve it it's it's very connected to paper and to writing and words and letters and communication and she was telling me that she was dying that she was dying and that her role as record keeper her role as one who stored stories and history was passing, but for me not to worry because through her roots, she was sending out the records. She was sending out the history. She was sending out the stories and she was sending out the medicine and she wanted me to pay attention to the beech trees that were around her and I, she and I, and their leaves, and wanted me to know that they were storing, they were storing the information, and it was being spread and sent to other trees, other beings, other places where the medicine and the stories and the records would continue to be kept. And it was lovely to feel her energy because in her dying, there was no sadness that I could feel. And there was no regret. There was no worry that, oh, if I'm gone, what will happen to these records? If I'm gone, who will take on this role? If I'm gone, these things will be lost. That wasn't at all her energy. Her energy was very plain and very lovely. And she was happy and full of like contentment and joy that in her lifetime, her role had been to be this record keeper, to preserve the stories and the medicine and the history. And she was confident and felt, um, it felt good and safe and even loving for her to go because she trusted that as she sent out the information that it would continue to be preserved, it continued to be kept, and she was happy to give it away. And she spoke to me very plainly and said that nothing is lost. Nothing is ever lost. All of the medicine, all of the magic, all of the stories, all that there is to know, all of the truth that we desire to gather still exists. It is still available. It is still accessible to us. You know, rightly so, we worry and we grieve and we feel anger and sadness and betrayal, despair, all sorts of painful emotions currently at our time in history as so many are becoming more aware of the genocides that have occurred here on the land we live on in America and in other parts of the world and how complete cultures and people and civilizations and languages 
and families, communities have been destroyed, have been murdered, have been eradicated. And we think to ourselves, and all that wisdom died with them. All that medicine died with them. All those stories died with them. And this is a, an appropriate grief, an appropriate anger, an appropriate moment for sacred silence. And appropriate for a time to call for justice, for restitution, for recognition, for reconciliation. But we don't have to lose hope. It's not lost. Where did they learn what they knew? How did they know it? We know, we know how they know it. They told us, we know that much. They learned what they knew from spirit. They learned what they knew from the trees, from the land, from the rocks, from the water, from the animals, from the stars, from the wind. And all of these things are still with us. All of these beings are still here. All of these energies are still present. And we, like they, are humans. And we, like they, have the same ability and birthright and responsibility to connect and communicate with the creation, with the brothers and sisters that are around us, with the other people that are around us. So if we can return to the heart and to spirit, if we can learn to listen with the ears of the heart, with the ears of spirit, see with the eyes of spirit, if we can allow ourselves to be open, to be conduits. Oh, it's so lovely right now. I wish you could see what's happening around me with these seeds dancing through the air. <laughs> then we can receive and hear what the medicine is, what the stories are. They may not sound the same. They may not have the same images and pictures and what we're a different group of people at a different place in time with a different history behind us and a different future before us. They were here as they were and we are here as we are. But truth is truth and so spirit will find a way to communicate to us in ways that we can understand what is true, what is real, what is good, what is the medicine, what is hmm, what is the nature of the universe, what is the nature of the divine, what is the nature of us, of this creation and of this world. So the sacred oak spoke to me saying, nothing is ever lost. That even though she was dying, and now since that time, that particular place where she was has been overrun with more industry. What was being preserved and kept there has been sent out into the world. And it's there, and it's going to continue being preserved and continue being kept. So that those of us who feel the call and are ready can sit with 
the trees and the land and the water and the rocks and the fire and the birds and the wind and the clouds and the sun and the moon and the list goes on and we can open our hearts to begin being taught we can begin to be students and to begin to learn again what is true we can begin to learn again the medicine and the stories and she was so precious and so generous in her sharing because she just in all of her vulnerability and in all of her majesty invited me to make an essence um, so I filled a jar with water and a crystal quartz and with her permission and her invitation which is so important placed it inside that portal space inside that tree yoni that feminine sacred space and I felt a rush of energy come down and then let her be as she said she wanted to share she wanted to pass on the history pass on the medicine she was so generous there was no um, nothing about her that was miserly but generous in the sharing so I want to offer to you today, I've gone a bit over, the medicine of the sacred oak and the hope that nothing is lost. It might be hidden. <laughs> it might be a little hard to find. There might be diamonds in the rough and needles in the haystack and these sorts of things. But it is there and spirit is still with us and the hands and feet and voice of spirit, the branches and leaves and petals of spirit, the ripples and waves and sunbeams of spirit, the breezes of spirit, all of the ways that spirit speaks are still present and still available. And so I just want to encourage each of you to have hope, to pray for ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to know and understand and to open so that what has been lost might be recovered and in the recovering there might be an offering and a generosity of sharing and in turn healing because we are in so much need of healing on this land and in this place. So thank you so much for taking a moment to listen. I hope it speaks to your heart. Accept it with kindness and tenderness. Let it sit with you for a moment so you can listen. Okay, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for blessing me with your presence and taking a moment to listen to this episode of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I truly am deeply grateful that you give me a moment of your time so that I can offer you the medicine that I've been given. It's certainly not meant just for me. It's meant to flow through and to go to you. So thank you. And I want to invite you to visit my website, www.alcamillas.com, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-S. The link is in the show notes. And if you go there, you can find what other offerings I might have, what other medicine you might like to partake of. There are online and in-person classes, consultations, both online and in-person, a link to my book, Flowers for a Girl, 
um, plant medicine and sexual trauma. And also, if you look in the show notes, there's a link to where you can donate or give a gift of gratitude if you'd like to this podcast and to the medicine work that I'm doing here at the base of the mountain that I love. And I would invite you to go and give if you're willing um, so that I can keep going with this work that I've been given. If you click the link, you just scroll down to the bottom of the page and there's a little button there that you'll see. So thank you truly from my heart. Thank you for sharing yourself with me and lending me your ear. Be sure to write to me. I love to hear from you and know how the medicine is ministering to you. And I'd also love to hear what medicine stories you have to share. Okay, so I'll talk to you again at the next episode. Bye.